Today's topic is a seemingly divisive one. It sure is. You know, we had no idea how many of you have strong opinions on this. Go ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece. And I'm Michelle Fortin with City Mom Collective. And our hope is that this podcast brings a smile to your face, a skip to your step, and a sprinkle or two to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, a podcast by City Mom Collective. Hey, mamas. This is episode 101. Woohoo! Oh my goodness, I've just had sprinkles. I I feel so old now that we've reached the 100 milestone mark. But we are so mature. We need Botox. We do need Botox. Or the other option is Dysport. I, we, we, maybe we should do an episode on that sometime. But yes. anyway, all that to say, today we're talking about a quote, favorite, unquote, summer activity. Yeah. That's air quotes right there, because apparently some of you absolutely loathe camping. Steph, are you a camper? I I feel like that's like a loaded question. So I grew up camping with a pop-up camper. My family was very blue collar and did not have a lot of money to be going on fancy trips in the summer. So my mom and her friends would plan two week camping excursions for our families. Two week long or two one week? Two week long camping excursions. Wow. Yes. So I have lovely fond memories of camping and I wish it would have stuck with me like that grit and tenacity of a camper, but I, no, no, I don't, (laughs) not anymore. I I don't really like, I, I, I am a backyard camper one night a summer. Now, do you do your girls go camping with other people or do you just as a family don't camp? Oh, like I said, we camp in our backyard. Okay. One night. Even Alan is on board with the no camping. Yeah, Alan didn't grow up camping. So but we tent camp in the backyard, which is like a a, a, it's not camping. Your bathrooms and showers are right there. Yeah, I know it's not camping. <laughs> yeah, you you want to get a leg up on me. Okay, well, well tell no, me about I mean, your camper experience. I, as of <laughs> a year ago, I would have said absolutely not. I am not a camper. I had some terrible camping experiences <laughs> as a youngster, and I just hate camping, loathe camping. But uh, my husband took my our kids on a camping trip last summer when I wasn't able to go. Actually, I was at the CMC conference. And they loved it and persuaded me to go with them later in the summer. So I did. And we had a blast. So we actually planned two more camping trips for the summer. So we've only done it once as a foursome. Okay. But we're getting ready to go out again. So we'll see. Okay. In fact, fact, I will be camping next week. And one of my personal tips is to go camping with friends, especially with friends who camp a lot and can give you great tips. (laughs) Just ride. Their coattails. <laughs> yes. And I, I feel like I need the listeners to know this little tidbit of mine. Alan and I used to camp all the time really? before we had kids. Yes. We went on very long, like extensive hiking, backpacking, tent camping like wow. events. And we Never. loved it. I loved it. But then it's like the little people came. And that just changed a lot of life. Changes a lot. Which yes. includes camping. But I totally agree. Camping with friends. And I know you have a really great friend. Yes. That also submitted a tip, right? Yes, she did. My friend Kristen is one of those friends that is an avid camper. You know, she's an Enneagram One, Steph. 
So there's a spreadsheet involved, of course. Yeah. (laughs) But she did. She called in to share some of her awesome tips with us today. Hi, I'm Kristen from Phoenix, Arizona. So a few camping tips with kids. Um, When driving, we print a kid's map of the U.S. so that they can play the license plate game. Um, Make a meal plan and prep as much food at home as possible. And also bring disposable plates and utensils to minimize cleanup. And put a rug outside the door to the tent or RV with a shoe bin next to it to keep out the dirt. Uh, Keep an outdoor table for food prep, your kids' drinks and games, toys, sunscreen, bug spray, that sort of thing. Um, Bring an easy up, again, for kids to play games and then provide shade since many camp spots have limited shade. Um, Bring small shovels and buckets for playing in the dirt, bikes or scooters if it's appropriate for the campground, Um, coloring books, markers, or any other toys that your kids can use while playing outdoors. And lastly, bring a French coffee maker which means you don't need to plug anything in to make coffee. You can just heat the water on the stove. Okay. Wow. That (laughs) was a lot of tips. (laughs) I can certainly see why you team up with her when you go camping, Michelle. I know. In fact, I texted her and asked her to call in for this. And she's like, only one? Can I do more than one? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of course. Um, And so we're going camping with Kristen's family and one other family. And that friend, Sarah, gave me a great tip too. She said to use packing cubes. And Ooh. you and I love packing cubes, right, Steph? Woo-woo. Yep. I, t- I was the one that gave you your first set of packing cubes. Did. And now I am a packing cube evangelist. They're awesome. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I don't know if it would make camping better for me, but I'm open-minded. Yes. With the packing cubes, because I love pack- packing cubes. For that, friends, <laughs> packing cubes change everything. Change your life. <laughs> so, All right. Well, Sarah how does Sarah says, use? Yeah, how does she use these packing cubes? Though so I'm he, curious. She packs up the cubes like with all the different things, like people's clothes, whatever, and you put them in plastic bins, and then you put them on either side of the parent bed, so they kind of serve as nightstands. Oh. And then once things are kind of emptied out and display, you know, put around the campsite, then one of them is empty, and you put all your dirty clothes in it and see, you know, like, click it in, so all the dirty smells are all locked up in there. Ooh. You know what? There's like a hidden tip in there. The bins as nightstands idea. I love I know. that. I know. I think that's great. Well, uh, so Carissa shared via Instagram another tip, and she says to get double size sleeping bags when using an air mattress. So this way, if you toss and turn, you stay on the mattress because you have an anchor on the other side. So you use your husband as an anchor. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thanks for coming, honey. You're going to keep me in the yeah. bed tonight, not rolling onto the dirt. <laughs> I like it. Yes, that's awesome. Okay, well, our network of sister sites has this topic covered so well for you, friends. And we will link to a roundup of posts in our show notes, but just a little taste for you. It includes specific tips for camping in deep breath. <clears throat> Arizona, Colorado, Florida, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Missouri, New Hampshire, New Mexico, Ohio, South Carolina, Texas, Vermont, and even more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds like you can camp nearly anywhere. Anywhere, yes. And we have tips for you on that. So, uh, well, there is also a specific post about RV travel. We're actually a lot of posts about RV travel, uh, exploring and exploring national parks, Uh, We also have a post on amazing waterfalls to visit in the U.S., which sounds naturally amazing, right? (laughs) 
and even a post for boondocking. Now, Michelle, have you ever heard of boondocking? No, I have not. What is boondocking? Well, boondocking. It's a funny word, eh? It, it is a funny word. And I should give a shout out to my parents who have an RV and have educated me on the term boondocking. But those of you that are unfamiliar with boondocking, it is a camping situation where you're not connected to electricity and water hookups. And you must rely on the motorhome or trailer system to supply those resources. So the author of this post, um, which is on Madison Mom, said that she called the owner of a vineyard. Yes, please. Yes. I like this part. (laughs) Yes. And he was okay with them parking their RV overnight on his property with no hookup. That's amazing. Uh, She said it was the best experience ever. Yes. I, I mean, I can't imagine it being bad. No. And the owner welcomed her family to the vineyard and even had a private wine tasting and learned about the area and cool things to see. I would never think about calling up some random person and saying, hey, me and my family in our RV, can we just park on your property? I didn't know that was a thing. That's crazy. Yeah, I think it is. It, it, it is inching me more and more towards the like, wow, maybe there is some more benefits of camping mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> than what is I'm there, used to. They had you at free wine. <laughs> they had me. Yes. I was like, vineyard. So I love did he welcome them to his property. He gave them wine. Like, what, where, where are these people? I mean, to yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, I love that. And we'll definitely link to that post in our show notes as well. Now. Bringing wine along with you, I I understand that concept, obviously. Um, But one of the biggest questions for me when camping is how to eat. Um, Because eating is very important to me. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of us. And also my kids, when they're running around, you know, being feral children in the woods all day, they get hungry. So if I'm away from my kitchen, I'm a bit at a loss. But thankfully, Katie called in and has some great ideas. My name is Katie, and I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. And my... um... Camping tip is to buy pre-made food that you can just heat and serve. Uh, Costco has a lot of options. We did a chicken fajita our last trip, which worked really well. Um, It's just a lot easier than trying to pack raw meat and keep it cold. Um, And I also recommend buying a cooler with uh, a coldness rating of about three days um, because while expensive, they make uh, it a lot easier to keep your food cold and healthy. So, Michelle, I have to admit, I did not know that coolers had a coldness rating. Uh, How much is one with a rating of three days? I did not know this either. I did not know that was a thing you look for with cooling. So I I actually, before the show, I Googled. um, And on Amazon, I found there's a range of $130 to $250. Um, And I'm sure there's ones that are more expensive, but those were... Um, with a rating of three to five cold, like they would keep ice frozen for three to five days. Crazy. Okay. And yeah. I'll include a link to the ones I found in the show notes, but yeah, that who knew that's a thing. Yeah. Well, uh, here's the deal. If you are not already a camper, but you are potentially a little intrigued by the hmm. concept, hmm. Uh, Fargo mom, our sister site has a great post entitled five camping tips for beginners. So tip one is go for one night to start. So maybe it's your own backyard. Yep, that's yep, me. That's you. Or maybe it's somewhere close, of which I've also done, Michelle. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> but trying out tenting for one night close to home won't make it feel so daunting. Oh my gosh, Michelle, we got to get through these tips, but then we're going to circle back to my story on that. Okay. <laughs> 
of here. Okay, tip two, try camper cabins or yurts. It's like tent camping, but with walls and a roof and windows and screens and electricity. Mm-hmm. Some have air conditioning and most have heat. Um, they even have front porches and bunk beds, um, but they're very popular. So you have to like book them in advance um, and they cost about 70 to $90 a night. Okay. And tip three is go somewhere during the day. So go swimming, hiking, rent a canoe or check out a nearby small town. Check it out. Then sleep in your own bed. Yes. I love that. And if you want to spend more time there, you can sleep on the ground there, I guess. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Tip four, and y'all know how I feel about this one. I've already talked about it, but ask a friend who loves camping for help. Just seeing how someone else sets things up is very helpful. And one thing camping lovers love to do is teach others how to become camping lovers. So they'll be glad you asked. <laughs> Well, the final tip, uh, tip five, is really important, especially if you're booking a spot at a campground. There are different types of sites that you have to book. So there are RV sites versus tent sites. Mm -hmm. Uh, So some like to tent tent camp in a drive-in electric site so you can keep supplies in your vehicle and plug in the coffee pot and the griddle. Uh, It's a good way to camp for the first time or two as well. That's what we do. We do that type of camping. Okay, what's your story? Oh, my goodness. So the first time, this is why we backyard camp now, because the first time we decided with kids that we were going to do an ex- a tent, one night tent excursion, we went down the road two miles to Baker Park, which is close to our home in Minnesota. Yeah, it was it was very close. That's basically okay. backyard camping, but OK. Right, 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 right. But it was actually like a reserved camp spot and everything. Anyway, so we set it all up. And we slept fine, but we woke up very, very early in the morning because the sun rises very early in the summers. And the kids were very young at that time. And so I was like, you know what? We're going to wake up this whole campground if I just let them go hog wild. So I barreled them in the car. And I don't even know what exactly happened, but I got out of the car and somehow they got locked in the car. Oh, no. And then our emergency beeping system started going off. Now, mind you, it's 6 a.m. at a campground, and I was so mortified. Not only couldn't I not get in the car, but I was like, we're waking up everybody. So I kid you not, I ran into the tent. I said, Alan, we're leaving right now. And so I got him in the car. We drove home without any of our stuff. We're like, we'll get it eventually, but we just can't handle the, like, mortification. And we got donuts, and we sat at our house for a couple hours. (laughs) That is a terrible camping trip. Oh, my my goodness. No wonder you've been traumatized. Okay, well, don't. This is why we go into the backyard. Don't do what Steph does. Do what Argo Mom suggests. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Okay. Steph, we have one more message that I want to share with you. It's from Heather, who is, in my opinion, the bravest mom on the planet. My name is Heather Lennox. I'm from Eagle River, Wisconsin. And my tip for camping um, is don't be afraid to camp with babies. The easiest camping trip I've ever been on was when my twins were five months old, and it was amazing. They were at the age where they were sleeping a little bit more. I was getting more rest, but you know what? They were still napping, so I had an excuse to go lay in the tent for an hour every afternoon. Um, They were in a pack-and-place, so I didn't have to worry about them escaping the tent in the middle of the night. I could easily strap them into my baby carrier and hike and go everywhere. Um, They didn't want to get in the water yet, so we could just play on the beach. It was amazing. 
So don't be afraid of camping with your babies. It's the best time ever. Uh, more power to you, mamas. You can camp with babies. <laughs> what? I mean, seriously, that would be really challenging for me. I'm kidding. I it never even crossed my mind with infants that camping would be a good idea. But Heather says it's fun. So I love it. And you know okay. what? I am sure there are a lot of moms out there that feel the same as Heather. So Heather, thank you for sharing your tip. Uh, well, while we're on the topic of camping, Michelle, you're off to camp next week. Yes. We leave on Memorial Day camping for four nights over my son's 12th birthday, which will be super fun. He's going to be able to go fishing on his birthday. So he's excited about that. And you and I are both taking a break from this podcast to spend time with our families this summer. But sweet listeners, don't worry. We are not leaving you. No, we're not. Uh, Stay tuned over the summer for some past episodes that we know that you're going to love. And as you spend time with your kiddos this summer, my encouragement is to do a bit more celebrating than usual. And it will create those amazing core memories for your families. And don't forget to just add sprinkles. For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood, please visit momcollective.com. There you can find more information on our topic, our guest, and our host, Stephanie Fleece. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and just add sprinkles.